Hey, welcome to the Stephanie Stevens Show, where I help you discover the power of communication and the keys that unlock the doors to freedom in every area of your life. Well, hello, my dear friend. Thank you so much for allowing me to share part of your day with you. I don't take it lightly. I am truly honored. Thank you for sharing the Stephanie Stevens Show podcast. Also, we are a growing community of like-minded men and women, and doesn't it feel good to be in community where we are committed to ongoing learning and growing and personal growth and development and also expansion in pretty much every area's of our lives. Not pretty much, absolutely every area of our lives. So thank you again. Share the content. If you find things that really speak to you that you know will speak to another, it is so helpful if you can share. Also, thank you for rating the podcast. That way, others who are looking for this type of content and this type of community can easily find us. Okay, so today, my offering for you is to dive in and examine the distraction. What do I mean? Well, what we typically do, and this is just natural human behavior, is when there's an issue that is confronting us that feels uncomfortable emotionally, we distract ourselves. Here's an example, comfort food. Some people go to food, some people go to internet shopping, some people use drugs, either prescribed or recreational street drugs. Um, Some people use digital content, Some people actually use exercise. I actually had a friend in college who became very oddly obsessed, obsessed with eating, but also more so exercise to the the point where she would be so hungry that she would get up in the middle of the night and she would have, let's say, a a cup of pudding or something or, or a bowl of yogurt. And then she would exercise for the next hour or so. It became an addiction. And it became an addiction because she was engaging the behavior long enough to create and carve into her brain a new neural pathway. That is how habits slash addictions are formed. So when you think about things that you don't want to have to think about, things that make you feel uncomfortable on the inside, here's what typically happens. Something comes up or something happens we thought we dealt with it. It's in the past, let's use air quotes, the past, right? Because if it's still non-resolved for you on the inside, it still lives with you. But you can have compartmentalized it in the past in your mind, and then it only comes up occasionally when triggered, right? So when something comes up and all of a sudden there's a knock on that proverbial door and a a like situation or similar situation arises in your field, It will remind you of that past situation that is yet to be resolved. So it's a trigger. That's really what a trigger is, or better words would be an emotional echo. And so we feel that again, and we start to kind of get a little fidgety and a little nervous, and you find yourself kind of maybe antsy or walking around or wanting to move your body physically a little bit more. That's because that energy has arisen and it wants a place to go. It wants something to do. And what typically happens is it drives us into something that will distract us, at least momentarily. So I worked with a client years ago who was just struggling with eating and releasing weight and she couldn't 
seem to do it. In her mind, she just simply could not do it. In fact, she had really agreed to this weight issue of hers to the degree that she had a sponsor for a specific addiction anonymous group and was really kind of labeling herself as this type of addict singing the song about being an addict, confessing every time they had a meeting, I'm so-and-so and I'm a such-and-such addict. So every time you're making that confession, of course, it solidifies more and more in your narrow pathways. You're coming into agree- agreement with it, actually, spiritually and emotionally. And when you hear yourself say it, it makes it real. Now, there have been people who have found success in that path. That's wonderful. There are also many who have had to go down that path a myriad or multitude of times because the ongoing confession of being an addict creates the ongoing behavior of an addict. So it's worked for some. It doesn't work for others. There are other ways that seem to work better. That's not the point today. The point is... Oftentimes, addictions develop in the first place because there's that issue that is a a hurt, a pain, a trauma, a wound, and we haven't resolved it or solved it internally. And sometimes we can't because it involves another person. We can do our best to release that. But if it keeps on coming up because the person keeps showing up or the situation keeps showing up, truly, it's not really healed and resolved. Once you find a little measure of healing, it's kind of like picking the scab. Once it's healed over and it gets picked again, there's the open wound just when you thought it was healed. So my offering for you today would be to examine your distractions. And this is going to be important in in terms of processing what's really bothering you. So I'll give you an example for myself. When something comes up that is a trigger for me or that presents some type of an emotional echo, I find myself wanting to binge on digital like YouTube content. You name it, it doesn't matter. It could just be, you know, a Netflix show or it could be some type of educational material. I'll I'll get into like how to release fascia. And once I watch one, I'll want to watch 2,500. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or I'll just keep while I'm doing other things. I'm just being transparent with you and admitting I literally can get hung up on having this stuff on in the background so that my conscious mind has something to pay attention to so that my unconscious mind can't fully experience the maybe the pain or the hurt of that unsolved or unresolved issue or emotional echo. So I'm bringing this up today because I want to practice along with you today, going ahead and noticing what do I do when something comes up, a family issue, a relationship issue, a work issue, that situation comes up again, or uh uh-oh, we're getting close to the holidays. I'm starting to feel that swirling, that angst again. I just want to, you know, sit on the island of Fiji by myself and wait till it's over, whatever the case may be for you. Determine your distraction because this can be a way for you to begin to turn your attention and heal the very source, or at least allow yourself to process the source of that pain. Remembering that it's okay to be uncomfortable. So back to the client that I worked with who was trying to release weight. I asked her what it was at some point that was the real issue underneath 
the weight and the eating. And so what we did was we started to examine when she would eat. When was she compelled to go to the kitchen and eat? Morning, noon, and night. And it was actually as it relates to a relationship with her mother. And every time it came up to be her turn to care for her mother, every time somebody else had to switch a shift and she had to step in, every time she got into an argument, it was just like clockwork. When you start to examine the data or the antecedent, which is the thing that happens or the event that happens before the behavior, it'll it'll become very telling. It'll become very telling. And sure enough, we pinpointed it as it relates to this issue of caretaking her mother. So as soon as she got the urge to run to the kitchen when she was not hungry, we had her go and sit in the same quiet space, get out a journal and start to write. And the goal was to process and write and cry and tap in and continue to drill down to the how does that make me feel? And then when I feel that, how does that affect me? And then when I'm affected this way, how does that make me feel? And so on and so on and so on until it's completely exhausted. Until all of the makes me feels are completely verbalized or expressed or written on paper, and you're all the way down to the bottom. You can't find any more, and then I feel. Because you've expressed it all. It's down on paper. It's out. You've spoken it. It's out into the universe. It's out of your body. It just wants to be released from your body. That's what all that fidgety, funny energy is about. It, It needs a release. So thoughts and words are energy. They're energetic in our bodies. And so that's why women and men vent. That's what that's all about. Women process verbally. It's just kind of a thing. And so sometimes they'll actually resolve an issue by just simply venting to a friend or family member, somebody safe to do so with, because by the time they're done venting and expressing, they've come to their own conclusion. You don't even really have to jump in. They've just, you know, as long as they get the the lending ear or the sounding board, they will process and then move the emotion, move the energy and whew, okay, I'm right. What's next, right? And then you're okay to get up and move on to whatever's next in life. But I want to encourage you today and invite you into tapping down into the reality of that emotion. And it's uncomfortable. One of the things that this client didn't like was she didn't like the feeling. She didn't like the feeling of discomfort in her body. And so the escape to the food was always just making her body feel better, getting the hormonal release in her brain to distract from the uncomfortable feeling. And I remember the first couple times she did this exercise, she said it was so uncomfortable she wanted to just run. She wanted to jump out of her skin. It was so uncomfortable to sit there in one spot and process and muddle through the myriad of emotions that were attached to these different situations and circumstances, you know, always usually going backwards in time back to something in childhood that was kind of the initial sensitizing event and process the the grief or the sorrow or the rejection or the abandonment or the pain Uh, or the feeling unheard, or whatever was attached to it all. Getting it out, crying if you gotta, you know? And that's good. It's cathartic. It's cleansing. We need to do that. Our bodies want to cleanse from time to time. And so examining that, moving through it, and then once you feel and find that release, 
you will easier find a place of perspective. You will easier examine the people in the situation and the, the circumstance at large with fresh eyes, with a little better perspective, with less emotional charge connected to the actual situation or idea. So what is your distraction? The invitation is to find it today. What do you find yourself doing that you think to yourself, you know, why am I doing this? Or I could probably do a lot less of this and be much more productive. Or man, if I spent this much time on such and such as I do, you know, engaging this digital content about stretching properly or you name it, or a reality TV show, whatever the case may be, that is your delightful distraction of choice. When you start thinking those thoughts and asking yourself, oh my goodness, how much more of this could I be getting done if I weren't engaging this particular distraction, then it's time to really dive in and find out what is it that is causing me to move to that distraction? What is the feeling I'm trying to avoid? What is the discomfort I don't want to have to experience? But if I do, and if I can ride that wave of discomfort for just a little while, that will start to release. I will become healthier. My perspective will change. I will let a little steam off that situation. And I can look at the situation now through fresh eyes and new perspective. As always, we link arms and practice this together. Now I'm doing the same thing today. I've already shed a few tears, dove into a few situations. And then why did I do so? Because I found myself binging some YouTube content in the background. And I thought, what am I doing? Oh yeah, I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm creating a distraction for myself because this situation has really bothered me and it's just an emotional echo from the past. Now it's time to process, look at it face to face, smell it, taste it, examine it, feel it, feel the full breadth and depth of the emotions that go with it. Shed a tear or two if I must. Breathe that fresh reset breath. Let everything reset again, recalibrate. And then move on to something wonderful like spending time with you, my friend. <laughs> you are a joy. Thank you again. Can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to The Stephanie Stevens Show. Please remember to subscribe so we can stay connected and you never miss an episode of the podcast. Oh, and if you haven't left a rating yet, please be sure to do so. It helps incredible people like you find the podcast. We'll see you on the next episode.